Today I want to talk about being a trusted ally. What does it take to being a trusted ally? Well, the first thing it takes is integrity. The building block of every entrepreneur and every organization has got to be integrity. It's got to be your word is your word, that you do what you say, you finish what you start, that you carry through on things, right? That you can be trusted by people, that they know that they can count on you. That's integrity. That is the basic foundation of every good entrepreneurial organization. We know plenty of people out there that have run successful organizations that don't do that. That doesn't mean that you should, right? So when you have high ethical, moral, and integrous values for your organization, starts with leadership, when that's your point of departure, then that will help create your culture. That's a backstage kind of thing. It'll also influence the front stage where your goods and service are represented, where you go to the marketplace, where you go to your clients, that's the front stage. And that integrity, that, that cornerstone that you have is gonna help you be a trusted ally to people. I don't think there's ever been a time when people needed clarity more than they need it now, more than they need a trusted ally, somebody that believes in them, somebody that cares about them. Businesses, big and small, are struggling in a variety of different ways, even the ones that are doing really well. They've got their own frustrations, right? Maybe in their, in their delivery um, uh, chain, uh, maybe in logistics. Um, but this is such a different time over the last 12 months that everyone has challenges that are new. What's the most important thing that you can do? Listen, that's it. That is the new superpower. When you're a good listener, it empowers other people to feel comfortable in articulating some of the things that might be distressing them or some of the things that they're excited about. Well, how do you do that? How do you find out what's going on with people? It's really complicated. Ask them, ask them. It really does make a difference. Those mind monsters that we all have will tell us, oh my gosh, it's no big deal. You know, it's, it's just gonna undermine, you know, their their thoughts about who I am as a professional if I start to ask them about how they feel about something, right? Well, we're feeling beings to a large extent that some people more than others, some people maybe even too much, but it's an important part of, of who we are, is needing to be heard, needing to be understood, and needing to be um, validated when it's appropriate and to be uh, sort of challenged and maybe corrected in, in an appropriate, caring, loving way when it's not. So you have a group that you are associated with as a leader on the front stage, at the marketplace, and the backstage. And some of those backstage relationships, maybe it's your banker, uh, maybe it's, it's your consultants, right? Um, checking in with them and finding out what's important to them, what they feel challenged by. Um, you're, you're probably asking yourself, well, what does this mean to me? Where, where, what value can this be to me? When you begin to have a reputation as a trusted ally, as a person that has wisdom and insight, then the marketplace has a, places a greater value on your goods and services and on the culture of your organization. People will want more of that. The most effective way to, to build your business is through your reputation. And it's also the quickest way to undermine your business is through reputation, right? So the, the ability that we have as leaders to to use that connection that we have with people, because that's what leaders do, that's what entrepreneurs do, they connect people, right? So using that, that capability, that ability that we have, believe it or not, people rely on it. 
Um, people want it. It's a very difficult thing to, to discern, but what I'm trying to help my viewers do is to establish a, a, an unfair advantage in the marketplace. That's what I want to do for you. I want to help you do that. So how do you do that? You do that by doing things that are integrous, that high, have high ethical and moral standards, but they're different than what most people do. That's why you're probably not hearing a lot of this in other places. So when you make that connection, maybe it's in person, probably not these days, on a Zoom call, um, on, a, on a FaceTime call, um, or just on a telephone call, is to ask people, what are you frustrated about? And then just listen. And people will take a little bit of time to ramp up and to, and to tie into that. Um, they have to be willing to trust you in order to articulate those things that they're frustrated about. And that in and of itself will be a bellwether as to how good your relationship is with those people, is their willingness to engage on that level. And that's the series of a whole other talk that I did on jackasses, people from Jackassistan. It's a country that I don't want to go to, and it's a people that I don't want to be with. So when people are generous with the things that are going on in their life, you know you're, you're on track uh, with a good relationship that you have. So asking people what they're frustrated about, why is that important? If you understand what is frustrating someone, there's a very good chance that you as a creative entrepreneur who's a leader that's connected in the community or communities has a pretty good way of helping them address their frustration and maybe getting them through it, right? So what's next? After you get all the, the things that aren't so positive, seemingly, um, and my advice is that you just write these things down, you don't, you know, or remember them really well, and then ask the next question is, what are you, what are you excited about? What have you got that's going on in your life, business or personal, that you're excited about? And why are you excited about that? And then just use your superpower, which is listening, and just listen, right? Just listen, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. validate, encourage, be an active listener. Let them know that you really care. As Uma Thurman said to John Travolta in the movie Pulp Fiction, when people are talking, are you listening to them? Are you thinking about what you're gonna say? Don't be that person. Be the person that, that listens actively and is paying attention. People will notice. So that's sort of an expectation that you have to bring to the conversation. And then this is the last thing. What do you want? What is it that you want? And what you'll get from people is you'll get all the things they don't want. People are really good at talking about the things that they don't want. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want to deal with that anymore. Okay, what? If you don't have to deal with that, then what would you deal with? Well, if I didn't have to deal with these people from Jackassistan, I would deal with this and this and this. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this and the potential that exists in the market for this. It's like, okay, so what do you think you should do about that? And just help people work through those frustrations that they have. Once we put something out there, once we articulate it, what happens with, with a lot of creative people, uh, a lot of successful people, is that they have a very active mind. And the domain, um, one of the residents in the mind, in this creative mind, are the mind monsters. These little noids that kind of chip away at all the things and they think in extremes. That's what the, the noids, the noid community of the mind monsters do. They think in extremes. You will never, you will always, you could, you could never be um, absolutes are the domain of the mind monsters. When people articulate the things that they're excited about, that they're frustrated about, all of a sudden it doesn't have any power anymore, 
right? And what I encourage people to do is to write that down. Just write it down. Just take out a, you know, what am I frustrated by, right? What am I willing to do about it, right? What's the worst thing that could happen if I don't deal with it? But what's the most positive outcome that could happen if I do deal with it? As soon as we begin to articulate things, as soon as we begin to put things down, then they lose their power. And it's a fascinating phenomenon of human nature that, that by articulating the things that are bothering us, there's a whole industry that, that, that has been created you know, that has to do with, with talk therapy. Some of it is really, really good, and some of it is really, really bad. And um, it's, um, it can be a way just to, to extract money from people. Um, I tend to be more goal-oriented than, than that, just to talk about you know, my problems endlessly. And I think that entrepreneurs are all kind of wired that way. So what I'm advocating is not just to go on endlessly without a solution, but after you get it all out there, then it's like, okay, well, what are we gonna do about this, right? And when you're working with the right people, and we've given you some tools to begin to discern on how to do that, how you know when you're working with the right people, elves as opposed to halves, when you're working with easy, lucrative, and fun relationships, then those are people that they want to get better, right? They, they want to improve. They don't want to be victims. They don't want to have a victim mindset. And I think that it's a real easy place when we're, we're overwhelmed by the news of the day, by the pandemic, by political, cultural, social changes that are going on, that it's really easy to get overwhelmed. And I think that when we can take charge of the things that we do have the impact on and focus on those things that will have an impact on our lives, on the marketplace's life, on the backstage part of our organization, the team members therein, and our families. We begin to focus on the things that we can do. That's when real success begins to happen. And people will think that you are remarkable. My pastor has a saying, it's not that hard to be remarkable. Having the superpower of listening is one of them and then offering some positive insights, right? Not necessarily telling people what to do, but um, I have this ability to say, to, to recognize in people, when they get really excited about something, I'm like, you should do more, more of that. And they're like, wow, you're a genius. How'd you figure that out? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe your enthusiasm and talking about it for 15 minutes had something to do with it. But it's not that, that, I'm, um, that I'm brilliant. It's just that I'm a good listener and I can see when people get excited about something, right? I can see when they get despondent about something. And uh, I've made this suggestion to friends before, in five minutes, they will tell me what's going on. I'm like, you need to walk away from that part of your business and focus and, and not do that anymore and do this instead. And over the course of a year, they did. They're tremendously happier. Um, they're more successful. Uh, their, their spouses um, love them more. And that's a process that I went through. I was in an unhappy business relationship for a number of years. And I can tell you that uh, my wife, um, um, I wouldn't say she didn't have a, she lost respect for me, but when I made a decision on how I was gonna handle that relationship, it was really powerful. I mean, it galvanized something in our relationship. My wife saw me in a, in a, in a way that, that represented um, who she believes I am, which is her knight in shining armor which every husband should aspire to be, right? To be that person for their spouse. And when I lived up to that, it was a very powerfully galvanizing part of my relationship with, with my wife. So these choices that we make, these assignments that we have to 
be a trusted ally to people, its impact goes way beyond just what the work world is all about. The connection that we make in, with people is probably one of the most important responsibilities that we have as leaders because the true essence of what we are all about, what our business is all about, what our culture is all about, it exists within this domain of connecting with people in a positive, moral, ethical, and appropriate way. And you do that by listening well and by asking good questions. It's amazing. You can be an interesting and smart person by not saying anything, but just asking the right questions. If you do this, I know that you'll be happier, the people around you will be happier, they'll feel more validated, more successful, more fulfilled, and allow us all to be a lot more successful by focusing on the things that do work and letting go of the things that we can't have an impact on and that don't work. So go out and make it work. Thank you for joining us for the Death to the Org Chart podcast with Jeffrey Demure. Be sure to subscribe on Facebook, iTunes, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. To get more information about Jeff or to order your copy of the book, Death to the Org Chart, go to dttoc.com. Go create the freedom you were meant for.